The following podcast is rated H for horny. It contains adult themes, sexually explicit content, and strong language. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Welcome back to, to the Potterotica Podcast. podcast. I'm Lanny. Flawless. <laughs> wow. Nailed it. First time. I wish I was almost going to go, I'm Say Your Name. Oh, dang it. <laughs> Next time. Pocket that. Well, now we know we won't do that again. again. You know, we try. you got to try everything once. <laughs> Keep it spicy in the podcast studio. Keep it spicy like the chicken salad in your cold brew right now. Mm. Mm. That's an inside studio joke, oh. guys. You'll hear about it at the end of this <laughs> yeah, podcast. Stay tuned for the outtakes. You know, I love context. I was eating chicken salad and it dropped in my cold brew. And that didn't stop me from either chicken salad or cold brew. Oh, oh God. Oh, God. I'm going to gag again. Say it again. It'll it's got protein. <laughs> All right, so this is season seven, episode six. We're incredibly glad you're here. We have our dongs, which are patrons, watching us do this live and watching Danny eat his disgusting combination. Yeah, we've had 28 people <laughs> drop off in the last 30 seconds. So <laughs> To go you get might- chicken salad and cold brew, probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're like, I'm hungry. He's on to something. That looks good. And so we just have a few announcements, and then I think we will dig on. So one announcement is all about Live events. Mm. Uh, so I'm going to be at LeakyCon on Saturday, the Saturday of LeakyCon, which is dun, 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 dun. <laughs> August 11th yep. at 2 p.m. as part of a Harry Potter podcasting panel. Try so, saying that 10 times fast. Um, I will be the erotic one on the panel. <laughs> He'll be the one naked. Uh, per usual, per usual. I'm the erotic one. He'll be the one with the nipple clamps on. <laughs> but um, we'll be there with Potterless. So I was just on the episode with Mike, and now we're best friends, and we <laughs> hang out all the time. Uh, and uh, Harry Potter and the Sacred Text, Fanatical Fix, there'll be a, a bunch of great ones. So I feel like, you know the Kristen Wig like... Old thing where they're like, I'm Cindy. Yeah. And, and then he's like, and I'm the erotic one. <laughs> and the whole panel's introducing themselves, and it's so nice. And then Danny's like, and I read about it. And I'm Danny. Blowjobs. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'll keep everybody posted on hopefully getting a get together together if you live in Dallas. Get together together. I get together together. He's going to have, he's going to host an orgy. I know. <laughs> Just know for that, the, like, for the mind. Whatever's going to happen is going to be like so loose cannon because Danny doesn't have Allie and I being like, that's not efficient. That's not going to work. Yeah. He's just going to be like, and I bought the bar. And then I gave everyone personalized engraved mugs. I was going like, to say, I drew a picture of everybody at the mm-hmm. audience and I hid it under their seat. Yeah, I hired a caricature 10 months ago. And we have a magician. <laughs> so fast. And then the other live event is we're confirmed for November 29th at the Chicago Podcast Festival. So we were going to be, we are going to be performing at the Laugh Factory. Mm-hmm. It's, it's 300 people. Yeah. No pressure. We better acquire some new fans between yeah. now and then. So please tell 300 of your closest friends <laughs> to save the date. New locals. Yes. Or travel. I think it'd be a great thing to travel in for. Chicago's beautiful in the fall. So apple picking. I don't know if November 29th is still fall in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, Snow shoveling. That's the dead of winter. That is, uh, that is the middle of winter. Fall is um, October 5th through the 7th. That's, <laughs> yeah. That's the end of yeah. My favorite three days of the year. <laughs> and then uh, another reminder that if you are writing a story for our Grundledong fic, <laughs> that have it in by August 21st, between 16 and 20,000 words, and write a little synopsis at the top of the story, obviously making sure there is consent, there is uh, something steamy happening within the first 4,000 words, everyone's of age, everything's legal. And that we get a lot of Grindelwald, I can't remember his real name, Grindelwald and Dumbledore action in the story. 
I just saw they had a, the newest image of young Dumbledore mm-hmm. with young Newt. Yeah, he's looking yeah, smoking. Yeah, both looking fine. Assuming looking. Newt is 18. <laughs> yeah, Otherwise, Newt. he's dead to me. <laughs> um, Newt's 12. So. I never even saw <laughs> Your babysitter is waiting. <laughs> yeah, and I guess the only other thing is stay tuned this Friday for another Afterglow episode. TGIA is what I'm saying that it is not catching on, um, where we record our like after the episode videos and riffs and questions and extra stuff. If you are a dong, that is. If you are a dong. That's special. And then one other final thing. (laughs) And still one. (laughs) 1B. 1B. Part two is we have another oh, yeah. poterotic song from the one, the only, Victoria with the beautiful, glorious voice. You may know her as Lily. <laughs> Lily, 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 Lily. Yeah. She's and, famous. And she's famous. And so she has done a song. It's a throwback to season six. And it is a Disney ditty. I'm going to let you guys... It's beautiful. It's beautiful. I don't want to spoil what song it is, but it's amazing and it's hysterical. And uh, yeah, enjoy. It'll be at the end. Yeah, I'll say it's not just her beautiful voice, but she actually does a great other beautiful voice. She does a duet, you guys. One person does a duet. She's like a genius. So we've narrowed it down to two Disney songs. (laughs) (laughs) Also, final thing, one B, is we're also going to play a few of your voicemails at the end of the episode as well. Yes. So a lot happened in this episode. You guys, it's chock full of goodness. Plus, we've got maybe Jenny's going to sit on someone else's face. I hope so. Speaking of that... Please do the pensieve, Denny. Well. Oh, you want to plug your Instagram caption, don't you? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you do. You do. I do it. That is a me move to plug my own joke again. So please. I I was proud of my Instagram caption, which was the only thing more on the nose than this title is Jenny. So good. I am proud of that. That was hysterical. (sighs) I forgot that the title was I want to sit on your beautiful face. Those two together. So basically, Ginny got horned up from Eros Magazine, thought about buying a strap-on, right? A yeah, dildo. strap-on. She was uh, picturing Harry and wanted to... Yeah, she really to, wanted to yeah. have sex with Harry. Yeah. And then started wondering about he and Neville, and then it turns out she and Harry haven't had sex in about three weeks, but that Neville had just visited Harry at the office. We don't know what happened. We don't know what happened. And then Ginny just initiated some great oral on the floor of the kitchen. Hot and steamy lemon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's pretty much it, you guys. Yeah. It was great. Sat on his face and... uh, Some people eat pasta bake. Some people eat Ginny. Sit on my face and tell me what you want for Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Shall we... Linz, you're reading this time. It's my turn. Yeah. Let's do it. Pew, pew, pew. Chapter Sax. Harry looked relieved, and she set the lube aside, then climbed over him, there being plenty of room for her legs to rest beside him as she straddled his groin. She lifted up, reaching under to grip his cock and guide to her hole. Are you going to come the moment I get you in? Jenny <gasps> asked. Oh, what a burn. <laughs> it's like not, it's not like very sexy. Wow. Bedroom language. So mean. No, I don't think so. I hope not, Harry said. <laughs> Jenny pressed the head of his cock against her sopping wet entrance, yeah. his mouth falling open as she pressed the tip inside. With a lubricating potion, she could slide right down, but she would be pretty sore later if she did. When they'd first started having sex, Jenny had considered his girth a challenge until they discovered the lubricating potion getting Harry inside was a lengthy process. Thankfully, a girthy process. <laughs> 
<laughs> I feel like Harry has somehow edited this story because he wants to really slide in how huge his dog slide is. Slide in. <laughs> it's like you look and it's a normal diary, but like the other details that yeah. he's written in like... I feel like it's like all in the... Uh, <laughs> margins? I like in the margins, Harry's written. Yeah. <laughs> huge dong. Lots of lube it's necessary. Like Harry really Make thick. it girthier. Thankfully, his length was perfect, not possessing so much as a centimeter more or less than he needed to reach her full depth. I feel like he's a chode, you guys. <laughs> but like a huge chode. Like a horse chode. He's like Shinny. half centaur. It's just a basketball down there. <laughs> Tree stump. Like a Pringles can. <laughs> like a mini Pringles can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Travel Those size. Those little travel size. Like travel size. Like the one you put in like a, like a kid's lunch box. Yeah. <laughs> but not until he's 18. <laughs> put the Pringles can in the lunch box. <laughs> Ginny slowly slid the head inside and began the process of easing herself down, touching her clit for extra stimulation. Once she was finally flat against him, she began to rock her pelvis, letting him slide nearly all the way out before plunging down again, loving the way it felt to go from empty to full each time. Gracefully, she stroked her clit in a circular motion with two fingers, confident it wouldn't take long to get herself off again, not with the way Harry looked at that moment, his beautiful face alive with excitement. Does it feel good? Ginny asked, slowly increasing her speed. Yeah, Harry said. You always fill me up so nicely, Jenny said. <laughs> so <No> polite. <laughs> Just like a small can of Pringles. <laughs> that's our second chip. Thing that, that's, that's what this season is about. <laughs> this season is once you pop, you can't stop. Jenny <laughs> said, knowing, "Hope we get a Bugles reference." Oh soon. gosh, hope. her long fingernails like Bugles. <laughs> He always filled me up so nicely, Ginny said, knowing full well Harry didn't care much about the size of his cock, but knowing that anything that let him know her pleasure would turn him on. Harry placed his hands on her waist, letting them follow the rocking of her pelvis. Ginny couldn't deny that she liked having the stronger position. She liked fucking him. It had a strength to it. Harry threw his head back in ecstasy, and Ginny sped up the stroking of her clit. Merlin, you're so sexy, Harry, (laughs) Ginny said. So are you, Harry said, looking up at her. (laughs) Uh, Harry's like, oh, uh, same. He like ran out of compliments. Oh, that is same. a good one. Yeah, me too. Well, he doesn't have any blood in his head. It's all, it's all his, down below. Yeah. Harry, your cock anything. is so perfect. He's you liter- too, Jin. He's literally dead from the waist up right now. <laughs> <laughs> like a centaur. <laughs> Ginny rocked harder and Harry grit his teeth. She lifted it up, holding still for a moment. Did you? Ginny asked. No, keep going, Harry said. And Ginny started back up. It's like Ginny put another quarter in the electric rocking horse. <laughs> it took a moment to build herself back up again, but she didn't want to make Harry come before he was ready. I'm almost there, Harry. I'm going to come. Do you want to watch me come? Ginny said. <laughs> yes, please, Harry urged. What if he said no? He's like, oh, okay. And she has to like, get off. No, I'm, I'm shutting my, I'm my eyes. <laughs> Ginny's fingers flicked madly over her clit, and she squeezed down on his cock as her orgasm hit. Fuck, Harry groaned, thrusting up as she felt him pulsing hard inside of her. I picture it like... um. <laughs> Like a carnival game, you know, the one where you smack it and mm-hmm. it. Whack a mole? Yeah. Well, the. No, the strong man. The strong oh, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> his face twisted in pleasure, gasping hard as Ginny clamped down on his cock. She kept stroking her clit, focusing on his face, and quickly sent herself over the edge again. Merlin, I love orgasms, Harry. Ginny wistfully <laughs> moaned before they both laughed. Ginny fell on top of him, her body feeling hot, tired, and sweaty, despite the euphoria. I miss you, Ginny, Harry said sadly after a moment. I miss you too, Ginny said, turning and smiling at him with a kiss to his nose. Not just the shagging, everything. I'm drowning in paperwork, Harry said. Bill's got me working so many hours, I can barely keep up. <laughs> Is that what they call it? At the yeah. And Quidditch season still has weeks to go, she frowned. I know, Harry said with a disappointment. They're like, and this is adulthood. Yeah, <laughs> welcome to it. He's like, 
I have work and I feel tired all the time and I wonder if I have any purpose. Congratulations, you just (laughs) graduated. Congratulations, you're nearing 30. (laughs) (laughs) Do you suppose the time away makes us fall more in love? I know when you were gone before, both times you were gone, it was so hard, but when you returned, it was like my heart could burst with all the love I'd saved up for you. Ginny said, wiping a tear from her eye. Oh. Yeah, I think so, but that's not the problem. I'm not worried we'll fall out of love, Harry said. Then what are you worried about, said Ginny. I'm worried I won't have the strength to keep being with you, Harry said, wiping at his eyes. Without you. Yep, that's different. I'm worried that Neville will never be able to give me another (laughs) blowjob. I'm worried I won't have the strength to keep being without you, Harry said, wiping at his eyes. Ginny cracked a smile as tears fell from her eyes. The boy who lived, defeated by his own heart, Ginny said, and gave him a soft kiss. That is a really pretty line. Let's promise to find some time. There's so much I want to do with you. We've spent an entire relationship preoccupied with school or war or work or Quidditch. (laughs) Tale as old as time. Or war. Or war. (laughs) We should find some time for ourselves, Harry declared. You'll find no argument from me, Harry Potter, Ginny said, and kissed him again. Deet doot doot doot. It's a lovely day, isn't it? Luna asked, leaning over a railing that overlooked the River Thames in London. It's always a lovely day when you're around, Ginny said, leaning over the railing next to her and giving her a soft kiss on her cheek. Luna giggled and scooted closer to Ginny. I wish you could come with me. I wouldn't take you away from Harry or Quidditch, but when I'm away, I miss you, Luna admitted. I miss you too, Ginny said. Oh, shit. Ginny's playing the Quidditch field right now. <laughs> Hard. Luna was studying to become a magizoologist, which oh meant Oh, my she- God. First time. Nice job. Thank you. <laughs> Couldn't get River Thames, but... <laughs> <laughs> Luna was studying to become a magizoologist, which meant she was often traveling around the world on expeditions to observe magical creatures. In the last year, they had only seen each other rarely, but for now, she was back in the UK for the next month or so. Really quick, what would you guys want to do in the wizarding world in terms mm. of a job? I feel like that would be my dream job. That'd be the such a zoologist. Yeah, I would love that. Travel and work with magical creatures. It's what I do now, but I would really love to do magical branding. I was like, going to say magical uh, writing, like yeah. a journalist, but like a nice Rita Skeeter. I like that. Yeah. You have gone away and done something oh. really cool. We're like, what we do, but magical. <laughs> <laughs> they, stood, <Bye> Lynn. <laughs> they stood there quietly as muggles walked either way behind them. Ginny had found that she liked watching muggles and the odd way they lived their lives. When she was a girl, she had been nervous about muggles, despite her dad's great enthusiasm for them. She felt embarrassed by all that now. Also, although I would think it would be very interesting to study muggles, like if I was a wizard, mm-hmm. yeah. to like be you know, like an expert in their affairs because it would be so like... Like an anthropologist. anthropologist. Yeah, sociologist. I also changed my answer. I would like to design brooms. Mm. <laughs> design flying brooms. Actually, Great. and I would maybe like to also run like a, a fun little brewery. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. The okay. four, like the switching four careers I want to do both though. Like, yeah. You know, you can brand it a also. lot of different... Yeah. yeah. The, the fourth broomstick. Ginny, <laughs> <laughs> Luna... An excited voice said, coming from Ginny's right, Neville Longbottom <gasps> was standing nearby with a smile on his face. And Harry Potter was also on his face. Ginny <laughs> <laughs> hadn't seen Neville much since he had finished Hogwarts. Harry saw him now and then, and they'd had a particular interesting meeting in Berlin nearly a year and a half ago that she was still trying to get the details about. So this is because we pulled together a series, uh, Palm de Plume has done a great job of like kind of referencing back. So if you just started here, mm, you might you not, would, not have known. Right. That they had done that. Got that blowy and goey in Berlin. <laughs> blowy and goey. Uh-huh. Neville, Ginny said, rushing over and giving him a big hug. Ginny thought Neville seemed more handsome than she recalled him being at school, though he was always cute. He still had that same round face and soft features, but adulthood was serving him well. So what's up? Is this a date? Am I interrupting? Neville asked. Wow, so awkward off <laughs> wow, the bat. Wow, okay. 
It's Jenny's birthday, Luna said, as he went over and hugged her. Oh, we know how they love birthdays. I love birthdays. Happy birthday, Neville said, hugging Jenny again. And no, you're not interrupting. Actually, I've been wanting to have you around for dinner at Harry's place, Jenny said. Neville looked confused. Aren't you and Harry living together, Neville asked. Jenny frowned. Sort of. Not really. I mean, basically. I'm there all the time, but I'm the only one left at the borough. I know mom's going to be sad when I go, even though I'm always either with the Harpies or Harry. I promised Harry I would move in, and I have been, a little bit at a time, Jenny said. Ah, well, I can't imagine it's a lot of fun trying to live at two places, Neville commented. Ginny shrugged. Oh, that feels like a metaphor with what's going on in the story. She's trying to live. Her heart's also trying to live in In two two places. places. Yeah. In Luna and in Harry. And probably Neville. She's Polly Polly Shelter. And now that she's... Ginny shrugged. So you're looking good, Ginny said with a smile. Wow, queen of segues. (laughs) Polly Shelter just hit me up. (laughs) Bumping Neville's arm with her elbow, Neville shyly chuckled. Thanks, not so bad yourself, Neville said. Harpies keeps me active and outdoors, Jenny said. And herpes keep me, keeps me <laughs> inactive and indoors. I'm sorry, do you say harpies or herpes? <laughs> so weird. How, are the, how are the harpies? They are clearing they're coming, up. Oh, I said harpies. <laughs> it suits you. Harry's a lucky bloke. Always has been, Neville said. Are you seeing anyone? Luna piped in. No, sadly not. Living a bachelor's life, I suppose, Neville said, rubbing a hand on the back of his blonde head. He still got those highlights, guys. We have also clarified, not highlights, he's just blonde, because I think in canon, he might skew a little blonder. Blonder. Oh, okay. All right. Now, not to say he hasn't extra highlighted. And I think he's added He's some extra highlighted. He's, <laughs> yeah, he's dabbled with sun in. That's got- Say he, he's poured some beer in his head to bring he's out the like anybody strawberry who's blonde. blonde is blonde. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's that sun in orange. <laughs> well, I hope you aren't too lonely, Jenny said. No, I get by. That's what friends are for, right? Been hanging out with Dean and Seamus a lot, actually, Neville said. Oh, we know what they Ooh. get up to. Lots of dick pics. That's cool, Jenny said. Yeah, Neville said. Jenny looked up into his blue eyes and smiled. Neville blushed and looked away. He'd always been such a sweet, cute boy. I guess I should leave you two to your date, Neville said. Oh, we're fine, Jenny said. Nah, nah, I've got things to do anyhow, said Neville. They hugged again and Neville departed. You like him, don't you? Luna asked as they continued to walk along the riverbank. Maybe. Maybe I always have. <laughs> he was really there for me in sixth year. He was there for all of us at Hogwarts. He really stepped up. Some might say he was the chosen one. <laughs> Some might say. <laughs> Rumor has it. He was the chosen alternate. He did kill a snake and <laughs> technically defeat Voldemort. <laughs> you know. Luna <laughs> <laughs> wrapped an arm around Ginny as Ginny did the same. I think it's sweet. We all have so much love to give, Luna said. Yeah, but you see, this is different. There's this thing between Harry and him. I think if we bring him in, it could be a big deal for us. It's not like you and me where we can just go on dates and do our own thing without Harry. Jenny said, that makes sense. Well, I hope it works out. It makes me feel happy, Luna said. <laughs> Jenny kissed the side of her girlfriend's head as they carried on. Deep, 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 deep. The front door opened and Harry smiled. Jenny moved through the low light of his flat and arrived at the dining table with a smile. Happy birthday, Harry said. Cheers, Jenny said, and came around the table to give her boyfriend a slow kiss before sitting down for their meal. I made you a birthday cock. <laughs> <laughs> happy birthday. <laughs> How's your date with Luna? Harry asked. Nice. She's around for a little bit longer, so hopefully I'll get to see her before Quidditch gets too crazy. Ginny recited minor details of her date with Luna along the Thames until she got to the meeting with Neville. Oh, did you? Harry asked. He looked good. Have you seen him lately? Yeah, he's been helping me with a case. It's a plant thing. <laughs> That's literally all what Harry happens knows. in the greenhouse. He's been investigating my wood. <laughs> oh, you didn't tell me you were working with him, Ginny said, raising an eyebrow. Yeah, uh, yeah, Sorry. I did. 
Harry frowned. No, it's all right. I'm just glad you're getting to see more of him. Me too, Harry said, sipping his wine. Harry, <gasps> he's are so you? fancy. He's so fancy now. <laughs> Harry, are you are you still attracted to him? Harry gave her a shocked look, then looked down at his fish. What? <laughs> looked down at her tuna salad. Why fit? Oh, they're eating. They're eating. I think we didn't know they were eating. I think it's a bit of a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Looked down at his pet like, fish. I looked down at his trombone, like something that I didn't know was involved at all. Gotcha. <laughs> Harry gave her a shocked look, then looked down at his fish. I find loads of people attractive, Harry answered. I think he's really cute. He always has been a really good friend, hasn't he? Yeah, a great friend. Harry, you know it's okay to tell me if you fancy someone. I have a girlfriend, Ginny insisted. Harry put down his fork, looking uncomfortable. Ginny, as far as I know, what happened between Neville and me in Berlin was just a fling, a one-night stand. I'd have given him more, but he left, Harry frowned. But I can't read cues. (laughs) Continue. (laughs) Ginny had a sudden realization. Harry wasn't struggling with his own feelings. He was struggling with Neville's. (gasps) Dun, dun, dun! I just got the chills. I understand, Ginny said, reaching over to place a hand over his. He turned his hand to gently hold a few of her fingers in his, accepting the affection. They didn't speak anymore about Neville for the rest of the meal. Jenny needed to contemplate this matter more. She couldn't force the issue, but she couldn't deny her own attraction to Neville. That much was certain. They say that they didn't speak more about Neville, but I can only assume they just didn't speak. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they yeah. Were like, and that's when they just they like, said nothing. the sound Ran of forks out. on. We seem to be done eating, Jenny said. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at my plate and it's empty. That's like must a be first, done. That is like a terrible first, first Tinder date when you're like, well, here we are at a restaurant. Like you have nothing. We seem to be done with Food's our food. It's all done. Huh. Jenny, she just has Neville on the mind. We seem to be done eating, Jenny said, frowning at her empty wine glass. Jenny's my type of girl. She says she's done eating, looking at her dinner, wine. <laughs> I'm not, Harry said, and laughed as he dropped to the floor, crawling over to her. What? Oh, he means oh, her. Oh, oh, oh. oh my God. He's going in for fish seconds. Dessert. What? What are you doing, Harry? Jenny asked, smiling down and knowing full well what he was doing as he started planting kisses on her ankles, <laughs> working his way up her freckled legs. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's your birthday. What if I just ate you out until the sun came up? <laughs> oh, my. oh, that has to be the episode title. That has to be the episode title. <laughs> what if I clouds parted and the angels Until the sun came up. Uh, those are words every girl wants to hear on her birthday. God. It's your birthday. What if I just ate you out until the sun came up? I can be late for work, Harry said. I got Quidditch practice with Katie first thing in the morning, Ginny said. Shit, well, for a little while at least, I need this, Harry said, moving his head beneath her skirt. I like that they're like looking at the calendar and it's like, well, I need to get eight hours of sleep. Mm, all right, Tuesday's no good for me. <laughs> Could you eat me out until the sun comes up on Friday? How about until the sun goes down? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you insist, Ginny mocked, making a happy sound as she felt Harry tugging at her knickers. Doot, doot, doot. God. Katie Bell fell back onto the grass. Katie Beats. Bell, stop Katie, falling and screaming. A, she's and, having a rough Katie, go. get a Hogwarts. new bit. Wow. <laughs> Beads of sweat rolling down her face and breathing hard. I'll admit, Ginny, you're nay an easy lass to keep up with, she said as Ginny sat down next to her. Yeah, Harry says the same thing all the time, Ginny said, smirking. Katie laughed and shook her head. I can only imagine, Katie replied slyly. I imagine you and Leanne have plenty of fun on your own, Ginny said, her arm leaning on a quaffle. Aye, we do a bit, Katie said, smiling up at the sky. Who is Leanne? Tell Uh, me more. It would appear to be her southern (laughs) (laughs) her girlfriend from Alabama. (laughs) Harry and I are trying to find the time, but with his work in Quidditch, it can be tough. We did find some time last night. It was great, actually, Ginny admitted. 
Katie pulled her dark hair out of its ponytail to fix it, and Ginny considered if she should bring up the other thing pulling at her mind. If anyone would have a good advice on this matter, then surely Katie would. Nothing seemed to shock her. So, Katie, I was wondering if you would give me some advice on something, Ginny said. Except a cursed necklace. <laughs> it's the only thing that seems to really get a rise out of Katie. <laughs> Otherwise, she's a cool customer. Yeah. <laughs> sure, go ahead, Katie said. You and Leanne have an open relationship, right? Ginny asked. Aye, we do, Katie replied. Harry and Neville had a thing last year, just for one night. The Bonnie Lat. <laughs> Here you go. Here you we- can't avoid this within <laughs> an accent. This is your big debut. The Bonnie Laddies had a shag, did they? Katie grinned. They did, but I think it was more than that. When Harry talks about Neville, he gets this look in his eyes. Not the same as when he looks at me, but it's similar. And similar to how Luna looks at me. You think the lads are in love? Katie asked with interest. Maybe. I wonder if being with Neville would make Harry happy. Would it make you happy? Katie asked. It might, Ginny replied. Have you tried asking him? There's nay harm in that, Katie said. Harry always avoided it. Until this summer, he shared some details of their encounter. I'll admit it. It made me curious in some non-emotional sorts of ways, Ginny giggled. You should have Neville round for supper. Test the waters, Katie suggested. You're probably right, Ginny confessed. Katie leaned over more closely, looking serious. Do you fancy Neville, Ginny? Katie asked with a smile. Oh, well, he's a good friend, Ginny said. Aye, but could he be more than a friend to you? Could you love him like you love Harry? Could you give him a shag? Katie asked. It's like, calm down, Katie. I asked you one question. (laughs) Ginny pictured Neville's soft features and cozy eyes. Cute. Cozy eyes. That's sweet. She does love him. Yeah. She pictured him and Harry together. The thought just made her feel warm inside and not just in a sexual way. She last pictured Neville during her sixth year at Hogwarts. He hadn't been in good shape that year, but he had been so brave. Jenny had to admit she might have a crush, though she feared saying it out loud. I think I might like that, Jenny said. Then give it a go, Jenny. I didn't think you'd have much to learn. <laughs> Katie said. Oh, I'm picturing like now Jenny's going to try and make it happen. And so she's going to like she, serve um, like two hot dogs for she's dinner. She's going to parent trap them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've got two hot dogs and a very large Girthy banana split. Wow, look how well these hot dogs go in this one bun. <laughs> Two dogs, but one bun. <laughs> oh, this? This is how they make it in Berlin. Oh, oh, this headphone splitter? Yeah, one jack, two cords. <laughs> He's just like, Jenny. <laughs> oh, this fire hydrant? Two hoses, one hydrant. Should I go on? Okay. Do, do, do. This... <gasps> The door to Malfoy Manor slowly opened, revealing the tall, pale form of Draco Malfoy. He hasn't been here Malfoy. yet, has he? No, no. This is our first Draco appearance. This is so exciting. The story has uh. freaking everything. <sighs> this story's got Morg McDougal. It's got Luna Lovegood. It's got, it's got two <laughs> hot dogs and one bun. <laughs> it's got Wiener schnitzels. Potter, Longbottom, what do you want? Oh my God, we're here for the orgy. <laughs> Maybe. Keys in the bowl. Draco scowled, his eyes mostly focused on Harry. Some questions for your father, I'm afraid, Harry said. Oh, my God, what if... This is, must be about the plant case that they're working on together. I think so, too. Oh, I was thinking like that maybe illegal plant. Lu- Lucius is known for throwing good gangbangs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't we talk about the key party being a flying key party? We, like, oh, yeah. charm the key and have to catch it. <laughs> Shrugging, Draco opened the door wider to let Harry and Neville through. Draco disappeared and Lucius Malfoy appeared in his stead shortly thereafter. He did not seem pleased to see Harry one bit. Yes, what do you want? Lucius asked. We're here with magical law enforcement. I was hoping you could be of help with my current investigation. 
I have reason to believe you recently ordered a shipment of puffa pods. After having it delivered into England, you sold it. I was hoping you would tell me who you sold them to, Harry said. Dude, Lucius is a dealer. Mm-hmm. Also, it feels like you open the door and see like two kids in like an oversized cop uniform. That's uh-huh. how it would feel to have your sons be like, we're we're here with magical law enforcement. <laughs> Roll up your sleeves. Hey, like, have you ever heard of Puff Pods? <laughs> hey, look at my badge. <laughs> Lucius sneered. What are you implying, boy? Puff pods are entirely harmless, and do you really think I would do anything to jeopardize my freedom? I've seen enough of Azkaban for one lifetime, Lucius droned. The way Harry heard it, Lucius hardly ever left the house anymore, but that was a topic for a different day. And I'm not implying or accusing you of anything, Mr. Malfoy. I just want to know who you sold them to, and I'll be on my way. Harry could see Lucius stirring beneath his robes, clearly contemplating pulling out his wand. <laughs> Erection growing yeah, out was. of fear. Yeah, a, a fear boner. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my favorite. Fear boners. Really, Mr. Malfoy, it's not a big deal. Your name came up as all. We know you and Mrs. Malfoy have been staying out of trouble. We don't mean to disturb you, Neville said with a smile. Oh, they're good cop, bad cop. Cute. Lucius glowered at Neville and replied, that's unfortunate as you've proven to be exceptional just doing that. Very well. I'll give you the name. I'll have to check my ledgers. In truth, the puffa pods weren't important at all, but they had reason to believe whoever they were searching for had recently purchased some puffa pods in a large quantity for reasons they had yet to ascertain. Harry didn't think Lucius would be up to anything dastardly, not after everything that happened, but he thought it would be good to eliminate the possibility. Law and the Order of the Phoenix. Ooh. No. Hey. Well, I'm certain there's been no puffapods here, at least. I think I could smell it. People usually spill at least some of them, Neville said, as they left the manor. I like to picture Neville smelling plants and tasting them in the way that like a sommelier does. That's just like, mm, hints, that's a, he's like, he gets tense of a puffapod. Snor- snorting lines of puffapod up hints the porch. Of- <laughs> Harry grabbed Neville's arm and they apparated back to London, minutes away from Harry's flat. Of course not. Lucius doesn't have much to do with our investigation, but this witch, she might. Ella Wilton, Harry said, looking again at the name of information Lucius had written down for them. They entered Harry's flat shortly. Ginny was playing a Quidditch match that night and wouldn't be home until the following day. Ooh. Uh Uh-oh. Home alone. Harry plopped onto the sofa, feeling exhausted. Neville casually sat down next to him. Oh my God, what if Ginny is playing the most elaborate parent trap yeah. and like doing some like really shady shit? She's, no, yeah, Lucius, she's actually she, Ella Wilton. She bought, or she bought the puffapods just to make it look like some big thing so they'd have to work on a case together. Count. Yeah. A Neville and Harry buddy cop film, like the good yeah. cop, bad cop. Yeah. It's really great. I appreciate you bringing me on this one, mate. Not that I think you really need me, Neville said. It's no problem. Having a friend around makes all the blasted paperwork I'll have to do later worth it, and your expertise is valuable. I don't need you, but I want you. (gasps) That is like the crux of his emotions. Harry said, grinning as he glanced sideways at Neville's blue eyes. Neville blushed and chucked awkwardly. Harry's mind was drawn back to Berlin. Neville with his back to a wall and their lips interlocked. Neville's lips had felt so good that night. They had felt so good in more than one way. And just like that, Neville was leaning towards him, Harry feeling unable to resist. But before the lips could meet, Neville's head turned and he coughed. <laughs> Harry's face <laughs> felt hot with embarrassment. And he sneezed in his face. <laughs> or that's like when in the rom-com when they get really close and they're like, you have an eyelash. You know, and they think they're kissing them, but they're just like, you have something on your face. He coughed. Oh, God. I should go, Neville said. You don't have to. We could have some drinks, Harry said, wanting more than anything for Neville to not leave like he did that night in Berlin. I've got some errands to run in the morning. I'll see you soon, I hope, Neville said with a smile, somewhat easing Harry's pain. Oh, that's so sad. (sighs) Beep, boop, beep. What am I doing? Neville shouted as he closed the door to his flat. He went over to his collection of nettles. They were doing better than he was, at least. 
I almost kissed him. I swore I'd never do that again. Neville complained to the nettles, though they didn't seem interested. Neville sighed and went over to the large mirror that hung on the wall of his living room. He stared at his own frowning face. (laughs) Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who is the horniest (laughs) of them all? The last time in Berlin had been a close call. They'd fooled around. That rhymed too. (laughs) Mirror, mirror on the wall. The last time in Berlin was a sure close call. (laughs) (laughs) They'd fooled around, but Harry had never known how Neville truly felt, and he could never allow him to know. It wasn't just about sex and having a good time. I'm in love with Harry Potter, Neville said to his own sad reflection. Neville knew that Harry would never return those feelings. How could someone like Harry ever love someone like him? They were old friends, good friends even. The physical connection was undeniable, but how could the man who loved a girl as beautiful and fierce as Ginny Weasley Mm. ever consider Neville worthy of love strong enough to ease the pain in his heart? Ah, is that loner I see (laughs) staring straight not as sweet as Ginny. That's what we would have, if we did our Disney song, just yeah. like a super serious, not yeah, funny, really sad, sad, downer song. Sort of like the episode one song yeah. of yeah. the house. Way to, way to kick it off. Can you feel the haunted warmth of your new home? <laughs> 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 also, I would love to be called beautiful and fierce. That's yeah. a beautiful Daniel, parent. I call you that behind your back all the time. Oh my God, thank you. Never to your face. <laughs> he never will get over yourself Longbottom Neville said clenching his hand into a fist and fighting back tears stop it just stop it he said to himself he looked down at the dusty floor of his flat and took some deep breaths urging himself to put Harry Potter out of his mind how can I put a bloke out of my mind if I can't even keep him out of my life Neville asked his own feet his feet had no better answers than the nettles it had he frowned and decided to go to bed the end <gasps> oh, wow wow we ended on a heavy note <gasps> Guys, was there any explicit sex in that? Uh, no, we had a no. Little... Yes, there was. Yes, there was. He wrote. They wrote each other in the very beginning. Yeah. It was yeah. All sex. yeah, yeah, yeah. We remember his girth. I don't know what <laughs> song is. Is that it? Let's no. give me a break. Wait, Hold on, I... let me count you by okay. myself. Let me count you on my own. When the episode ends, check your underpants. Are you one up or down? Sorry, Lance. Where is your cacophony? My wand is way up. I thought there were so many beautiful pieces. I know that's not necessarily wand, but there are all these. I like all the stirring emotions. I love the crime they're trying to solve. I love the angst. I love Ginny and Harry like having great sex and Luna and Ginny. I love it all. I think it's fantastic. Wand up for me. Same. It was a very poetic episode. Mm-hmm. Beautiful writing. Palm de plume. I'm feeling wands up too because we've got a lot of emotion and sexual feelings and emotional feelings coming together to one big crescendo of love and sex. Yeah. Um, yes, I am also excited about the crescendo and sex has come easily for like a lot of characters like Harry and Jenny boning right away. Yeah. And even though it happened easily for Neville and Harry, I like now that it's it's not so easy because I don't think it is always. You know, life is isn't so easy. Oh, when you're so, out of school, when yeah. you're out of school. So, um, love that. And the sex at the start was hot, and their emotional and, parts were Andy, hot. Andy, I want to eat you out until the sun comes up. Oh, what a line! Are those lyrics to a song? I hope it's so. a country song. I feel like that would be a lyric we'd write. Yeah, I want to eat you out. Till the cows come home. Although I do think we would say, I think we would play 
I want to go down until the, the sun, sun comes yeah, up. Yeah. That's the country song. Ooh, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> just saying. Gonna I'm lick gonna my go lips on down like I until the sun comes up. Hi. That's pretty. I like that. Thanks. Um, okay. Well, speaking of songs, stick around because you're gonna get a oh, beautiful yeah. ode from Victoria. A, a duet from Victoria and Victoria. Yeah. Victor and Victoria. Ah. And then we have some voicemails. Mm-hmm. And then we have an outtake. So yep. stay tuned. Got a lot of action happening. <laughs> so good. Okay. Chicken and cold brew going down to the song. <laughs> <comes off>. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. See ya. I'm stuck with you in this house full of mysteries. Tell me, Pansy, why did this place lock us up inside? I didn't sneak in your bed. The house must have moved me here. Okay, Pansy, we'll try it. See how it goes A pasta bake A really easy thing to make I wanted to eat it all But I guess I'll save a piece for you Oh God, we're stuck The kitchen door won't budge Reports make it pretty clear Kiss me right here. I'll have to kiss you right here. Try your hand at some chess while the house provides us with whiskey. You're the champion, you'll be the envy of them all. You'll see what is that sign? His jerking off his amplified. I kind of want him. Like this weird little hobby that I have when I drive to work every day. 
Um, but he actually listened to it with me today, one of the quickies. And he was like, oh, uh, well, all right. <laughs> but he thought it was funny. But, yeah, I just uh, wanted to give a shout-out to my best buddy, Kaylin. All right. Bye, guys. Keep doing what you're doing. Hello, Allie, Lindsay, and Danny. It's Heather Whaley, the Florence, Alabama, Potterotic. Um, just, I know I'm calling you guys and you guys are all hanging out in Chicago tonight and I'm super jealous that I'm all the way on the other side of the state of the, well, lengthwise of the United States and just, you know, sitting here though in my Harry Potter shirt that I bought recently that says I solemnly swear I will work out tomorrow. So I'm where, I'm with y'all in spirit, um, and all the Chicago Potterotics. I know Emily's probably there. And Mackenzie's there, so I'm very jealous, but I'm just wanting to call and say that I love you guys. The podcast is awesome. Season six is great, and love y'all. Bye. Hello, Potterotics. It's Jane calling in again. Um, I was just calling because um, I wanted to make a comment about, I believe it was Ali that wore the uh, tank top about coming out of the closet or not being able to stay in the closet, excuse me for botching that uh, quote there, and where I know that the quote is in reference to the LGBTQ community, um, I wanted to kind of look at it um, and how it relates to our sort of little subgroup of fandom. Um, I am a therapist for troubled youth, and fan fiction has actually been brought up quite a bit by a few of my clients, actually. Um, and I don't know, I think it's sort of taboo almost still to admit that we read fan fiction, that we enjoy it, that we explore sexuality through it. And I think it's so great, this little project that the ladies and Danny, that you guys have sort of uh, built here, um, it sort of normal, like makes everything normal. It, um, it is definitely banding us all together here. And I think it's, I think, just think it's really great. And I think that what you guys are doing and what you're building here is so beautiful. And that seems so odd to say when we're talking about dirty Harry Potter stories. Uh, however, um, when Fifty Shades of Grey had first come out and it made such a sensation, uh, what it did to, I think, the community of, of readers is it sort of brought, brought to light that women and, and men, I guess, but it was okay to sort of read erotic stories and to enjoy sex. And I think that's sort of similar what you guys are creating here with this podcast. So, yes, I believe the Erotica podcast is similar to Fifty Shades of Grey, if you can believe it or not. Uh, anyway, to wrap up my uh, clear rambling, I just wanted to say congratulations on everything you guys have done. Thank you for being respectful and being fun and brightening up my day. Um, my drive to work every day is filled with reruns. I, I constantly am listening to you guys, and I think you're great. All right. Cheerio. My name is Toto. I'm actually calling from New Zealand, So, and it's about an older episode, season two, episode nine, because my amazing friend Juan only told me about this last week. I love your podcast. 
Hello to Lindsay and hello to Danny. I love all the puntastic things he says. And I called for the Howler segment because two things. Brian's feedback was great because I loved that he talked really, really slowly and honed in on one very fine point. Um, and it gave me the confidence to call you guys and give you some feedback, even though it's way back in the far past Penji in season two, episode nine, because I noticed you had some difficulty reading the portion. And I thought you would like to know that you're in really good company because Stephen Fry does the audiobooks. And apparently he talks about this in his shows, not even my story, but I'm going to tell it to you anyway because I don't think you know, and it will make you feel better. He could not say pocket ticket. And apparently in the second book reading or something, he asked J.K. Rowling to change it. And she said no, and then proceeded to put that line, Harry pocketed it, either his wand or something else, in every book following. So... Don't feel bad about getting the giggles and not being able to read things out loud because it even hits great like Stephen Fry. Anyway, love what you guys are doing. It's awesome. And I usually listen to you while riding the bus to work and I make con- I contact with people while I'm laughing hysterically and they think that I'm laughing at them or I have something wrong with me. So thank you for giving me that awkward moment engaging with strangers. So here's the silly story. First of all, I've called in before. My name is Alicia. Um, I'm going to ask you <laughs> if you choose to play this voicemail that you play this one and not my previous one. But anyway, um, I've talked before how I met you guys at PotterCon here on the day after my birthday. I talked about how we laughed and cried and Danny took our picture and I didn't know it was Danny and I stole a sticker and it was great. And I hadn't yet heard the podcast. And then I've basically been binging it since uh, that early date. And this is the first time I'm walking home. And I officially don't have an episode to listen to. And I find myself missing the opportunity to laugh at you guys. And to just enjoy some Harry Potter ridiculousness together. So anyway, had to share. Hope you guys are all having a wonderful day. And yeah, I look forward to hearing you guys too. I think I got chicken salad in my eyebrow. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, Danny, they're so Don't drink it! Oh my god, don't. Oh god, don't. Oh god, I hate weird. I think it's like just that. on top. No, it, it, it is on top. But you're going to tilt it, it and it's, it's going to drip Danny. in. Oh, oh something that makes me gag. Just pull it off. Oh god. Danny. <laughs> now I have to pee one more time. <laughs> oh my I god. Ralph. Danny. Fucking drink your water. <laughs> oh, oh I need that creamy cold brew. Oh, man. Oh, um, God. That stuff, like, makes me gag. I don't like creamy stuff like that. Thank you for the lid. Oh, he just drank Wait, it, like, it. soda. For more erotic goodness, follow us on Facebook or Instagram at Potterotica Podcast, or join our private Facebook group, The Potterotics. For updates, merch, or to submit a story, visit us at potteroticapodcast.com. And if you like what you're listening to, make sure you're subscribed. And if you're extra horny, leave a review, but only if it's nice. 10 points for nice reviews.